Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Hello, hoo ladies, hoo and hoo gentle, hoo men, hoo Welcome, hoo to hoo another hoo digital hoo citizen. 320 pew 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 hello luke hi for, hi everybody woohoo 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 on the tens mm -hmm. it's always uh, funny with the tens we didn't uh, did it since episode 20. right yeah mm -hmm. uh it's it's a running joke well is it a joke no it's a running gag i guess it's the running a, gag. A yeah. running goof? Is it a goof or a gag? I don't know. It's one of the two. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm actually going to be more satisfied when we do this uh, next week because then we have episode three, two, one. Ah, ah, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more. Should I add a thunder funny. crash in post right there? Just when I'm doing that <laughs> editing, <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Okay, I will. Uh, uh, Luke is a count. <laughs> is, mm -hmm. I, I almost said another word, but uh, uh, hey, Norway is be better than Sweden. Do you know why? Uh, no. Well, you got you're feuding. You, well, you've been feuding for oh. hundreds of years, possibly. Mm-hmm. And we can have uh, the first. We had a, a female prime minister before them. That is not true. That can, not, not that I can hold on their female prime ministers either, so there's that. It's looking like their first female <laughs> prime minister has stepped down, is what we're seeing uh, mm -hmm. today, Wednesday. So she, uh, Magdalena Anderson uh, resigned Wednesday. Um after seven hours of being the prime minister. <laughs> wow. <laughs> talk talk about having your job a long time. Resigning after seven hours. You you after seven hours like you go like, nah, I don't really want to do this. Uh yeah, I, I guess we don't know what's gonna happen out of this. It, it says uh government's government budget proposal was rejected in favor her government's, I guess, uh, budget proposal was rejected in favor of one presented by the opposition, uh, that of the right-wing populist Swedish Democrats. So the Democrats, I guess, in Sweden are right-wing populists? I didn't know that. Uh, so, yeah, the Social Democrats, yeah. Uh, Sweden's third largest party is rooted in the neo-Nazi movement. That's good. Yep. Great. Uh, Isn't that amazing? So we're assuming that the right-wing... Is it going to take over and not the Nazis? It's since she stepped down? We will see. I guess we will see. I can't... I, I can't wait. <laughs> Even though the Green Party pulled support from her government, uh, it says it, it is prepared to stand behind her again in a new vote to tap a prime minister. So they're going to vote for her again, or... She's going to be in the vote again, I guess. So that's what's going to happen. That's what they're saying. Okay. But uh, yeah, no. I wonder if that's uh, a record. 
like seven, seven hours. hours. On job. <laughs> that's, that's like, yeah. <laughs> How long did you <laughs> sit on the job? Seven hours. Uh, before we talk about uh, the news, uh, you and me, we saw uh, t five minutes ago, we saw the end of a trial. Look, tell us a little about that. Uh, right, uh, the jury uh, reached a verdict in the Ahmed Aubrey trial. We just watched mm -hmm. the judge announce the verdict, so we don't have like all, all the counts and everything because the article hasn't been released, but there were many counts. Uh, the main shooter, the man who pulled the trigger, all, guilty on all counts. Uh, the other mm -hmm. two men, the father, and then the man who actually videoed this, the cell phone video, the famous cell phone video that we've all seen, uh, mm -hmm. both found guilty on many, but not all counts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, I said uh, before the trial that I... Uh, well, before the jury said their verdict that I was thinking it would be guilty, and it was. I mean, the cell phone service, cell phone uh, thing kind of speak for itself, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, um, the video, I'm sure, uh, was, was a opening, or eye-opening thing for the jury. I, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this, I, this was pretty obvious as to what was supposed to happen in this case to me so um i'm glad it went the way it did we'll see me too. we don't have the sentencing i believe yet so we'll find out probably no. next week what how long they're going to be in jail each one of the three men yeah i'm i'm going to guess pretty harsh uh for all of them i uh, i don't see how uh, but they are going to uh, get let out with a mild uh, sentence. I don't see that happening. Okay. Um, I, I can't find... I, as far as I can tell, that's one of the shortest prime ministerships I can find. Because... Wow. Like, Japan, there was one for 64 mm. days. That was pretty short. Uh, mm, still I mean, beats... Right. The UK, <laughs> the shortest one is 119 days. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, so, I mean, I'd have to do a little more research into really small countries and stuff, but just, uh, see, Australia, I got one about Australia here, let's see, what was this, 113 days. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. so oh, wait, no, is... I'm, it's oh. going down eight days, eight days was the shortest prime ministership for Australia. <laughs> Yeah. Still not that's, seven hours. Right, that's just a little <laughs> tiny amount of research I did, but... Still not seven hours. You go, Sweden. You go. Uh, okay, let's talk about something that uh, is not political at all. Uh, uh, the jury, <laughs> he said, <laughs> laughing. Uh, the jury finds uh, Rittenhouse not guilty in the Kenosha shootings. I have tried not to talk about this, uh, but uh, let's talk about it, I guess. Well, now that it's over, uh, I feel yes. like talking about it during it w during that period, it was just, there, there was so much, I think we, what was the word you used? It was too hot. There's too much heat yeah. uh, 
um, and not enough kind of uh, transparency to say one way or another. Um, right. But Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of all charges Friday after testifying he acted in self-defense in the deadly Kenosha shootings that became a flashpoint in the debate over racial justice, guns, and vigilantism in the U.S. Uh, the verdict is, in, in the politically combustible case, was met with anger and disappointment from those who saw him as a vigilante and wannabe cop, and a relief and sense of vindication from those who regarded him as a patriot who took a stand against lawlessness, uh, and that he exercised his Second Amendment right to carry a gun in self-defense. Supporters donated more than $2 million towards his legal defense. Hoo-ha! Um, that probably helped him in the verdict, I'm guessing, having super high-powered lawyers and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, um, I have followed this case, and I, I kind of was like, what do I want to talk about when it comes to this? And it's like... I, I, I am a Norwegian socialist that doesn't believe in guns in the first place. So when I, when I say that I was a hundred percent sure of this outcome, I, I say say that because I, 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 I judged it out of the, uh, the tapes and and things that I I saw on YouTube. And maybe I saw the uncorrect things, but in my my from my point of view, from a pacifist socialist that lives in Norway, he, he wasn't guilty. So I'm because I, I was. Do you have yeah. a reason why you didn't think he was guilty? Yeah, because because of how uh, the situation uh, was taped on YouTube from different angles. How, uh, how, the, uh, how it all went down is what you're saying. Yes. That you yes. thought it was self-defense. Is that what you're? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't. I think it's a I confusing situation. I've seen a lot of the videos I think you're talking about as well. And looking at it, I would say probably the first man who attacked him, I think, with the skateboard... That was mm-hmm. definitely self-defense. The second two are questionable to me. Because in that situation, what those people were doing is they were trying to, like... They thought they were in a situation where there was, like, an active gunman who was trying to take out other protesters, probably. And so right. what they were trying to do was probably be a hero and try to take down the gunman who was... Right. They, they they perceived as being a, a threat to other people. Um, so they weren't... Nec- they weren't in that sense, they weren't attacking him. They were trying... Well, they were attacking him, but they were attacking him for a different reason other than to uh, try to hit... Like, try to hurt him. They were trying to... But do you think subdue, subdue him? Yeah, well, no. Do you think he was aware of that? Oh, not in this, so. it, but that's just it. In, the, in that situation, they weren't aware of hit, what he was doing. He wasn't aware of what they were doing. Right. But then you got to consider... The, the other fact is that, like, this kid showed up at a volatile protest with a gun. Yeah, with a with a gun. Yeah. So that I mean, right there, that that's a lack of judgment. It, uh, you should maybe in future. Oh, definitely. People shouldn't do that because <laughs> that's why we have police, and that's their job, and that's what they get paid to do. Like, it's not your job to do that. 
You know, I I I agree on that that side, uh, and I I like I said, I find it very hard to say something about this because I'm I'm not a part of American culture. I don't know how bad racism is in America. I don't really I I I I can guess, but I I I have absolutely no clue because I I live in safe little Norway. Right. But I think that gives you an interesting outside perspective also to to interject on things like this because other people, well, at least people in America, can't get outside that perspective and see it from a different angle, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. True. But, uh, you know, I, uh, I got very much, like, question about it because... Because I am a pacifist, I, I think it was my dad uh, was asking me what what I thought about the trial, and I I said to him, even though I am a pacifist that doesn't believe in guns, I think it was self defense. <laughs> but uh, hundreds and hundreds of people uh, uh, don't think that, and they have showed uh, how they feel in uh, hundreds of protests around the U.S. Uh, Law enforcement in Portland, Oregon, declared a riot on Friday night as 200 demonstrators uh, protested the acquittal of the teen. uh, Let's see, U.S. cities on Saturday uh, held different... I guess, protests, uh, including New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago. Around a thousand people marched in downtown Chicago. Um, North Carolina, dozens of people gathered Saturday outside the state capitol building. Uh, so yeah, all over the country, this was happening. Um, mm. uh, pro- just protesting the verdict. Uh, that A lot of people feeling that that the, ju- the jury was skewed slightly, that there was a mostly white jury... And that uh, a lot of it, a lot of it stems from the fact that he was backed by so much money from uh, probably from people who are not so savory types. You know what I mean? Yes, people who are sending him money. Way. Yeah. 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 But it's it's uh, that. Uh, that's where where my problem is is like I I I I need to separate that from what he did. I mean, even even though uh, um, uh, what he, uh, he let's say it was right what he did, being supported by uh, douchebags shouldn't shouldn't. Right, he didn't ask for that money. Yeah, he didn't ask for it. Right, That's yeah. what I'm uh, kind exactly. of uh, Yeah, saying. totally. I get that. Yeah, for sure. Like, if if he was facilitating going out and talking to, like, Nazi groups or something and trying to get, like, right. uh, actually facilitating getting money, but he wasn't, that, it wasn't even his choice to, like, start, uh, what, GoFundMe pages or whatever. Uh, did you see the thing about Blacklight, him doing the interview? Uh, yeah, I saw the interview. Saying that he supports Black Lives Matter and that mm-hmm. he was there to facilitate the protests, which I guess I can see. He was there to mm-hmm. stand up for their uh, freedom of speech uh, mm-hmm. and that it all just went wrong. Uh, but he also, you know, he said he was there to to protect businesses at one point as well. So Yeah. Um, he also said he was a medic. I mean... He lied to people. There's right. no doubt in, in my mind that he lied to people. 
and but, uh, uh, and well, at least definitely stretched the truth as far as he could mm -hmm. stretch it. Um, but yeah, I, it, he's getting a lot of backlash for saying that he supports Black Lives Matter because a lot of the people who supported him and even probably sent him that money that uh, went to his attorney fees and well, stuff. Yeah, they they don't very, support Black Lives Matter, no. right? No. But yeah, no, well, I'm more than open to, to hear a different point of view. If you, that are listening to this, have a different point of view, you can write us an email at uh, anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. That's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. And uh, you're more than welcome to send us audio, text, uh, anything. Uh, even if you want to be on the show and talk about this, uh, we are more than welcome to have people with uh, different uh, opinions than us on the podcast. So if you want to talk about this case, I understand it is kind of <clears throat> hot and and things like that. But uh, I'm I am more than willing and looking for a good discussion about things. So there's that. Uh, right. Uh, speaking of controversial things, uh, <laughs> Wuhan yes. lab leak theory. Uh, yes. New documents back the theory that the COVID-19 outbreak started in a Wuhan lab. Wuhan scientists, have, look. Uh, <laughs> Wuhan scientists were studying viral samples of high-risk bat species living in Laos. Is that how you say Laos? Or is it La Laos? Yeah. I say Laos. I would say Laos, yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't say this, Luke, because that means you're a Trump supporter. Right, the country where yeah. the closest relative to the COVID-19 has so far been found, leaked documents show, in September, researchers discover a viral strain Banal-52 in Laos, which shares 96.8% of the genome of SARS-CoV-2. Boosty claims that the epidemic was caused by natural spillover rather than a lab leak. However, it remains unclear how the bat-borne virus from Laos could have ended up sparking an outbreak in Wuhan, which is more than a thousand miles away. But now leaked emails mm -hmm. from the EcoHealth Alliance and the U.S. government funders show viral samples were being collected from these bats in Laos and were sent back to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for study. The emails mm -hmm. uncovered in the Freedom of Information uh, request by a U.S.-based white coat Waste Project suggests that viral DNA from bats and other high-risk species were sent to Wuhan between June 2017 and May 2019. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, that's definitely some good uh, evidence that that was happening. Yeah. That there were, well, at very least, that the closest relative to the current virus that we have was being studied there um, mm -hmm. and that they had done uh, genetic sequencing on it is what we're seeing mm -hmm. yeah I, I I feel I feel I have to preface this every time we talk about this I I believe this theory I believe this theory out of the facts I've seen uh i i totally believe that it's probably probably what happened uh i know that's hard, hard to to both say and hear for some people because they they're like ah trump said it therefore it can't be true but uh yeah no i i i, I it's it's 
it's not that simple. It is <laughs> stop stop thinking it's that simple. It's it's really it's really not. It says speaking to the Institute of Economic Affairs in London, uh, they said Banal fifty two is not close enough to be the prote protogenitor. It's still not the smoking gun, but it's pretty good. So maybe it, maybe this virus started in Laos and not China. In, that's an interesting possibility. But we got a leak mm. of documents showing that the Eco Health Alliance was sampling bats from or in Laos. They say mm. in the documents that because it would be complicated to come back and ask the U.S. government for permission to give some of the grant money to a Laotian lab, that they'd like to send these samples to a lab that can analyze them analyze it for them it was in a place mm. called wuhan <laughs> so the outbreak happened yeah. in the ci in the city with the world's largest research program on bat-borne coronaviruses whose scientists have gone to at least two places where sars covid 2 like viruses live okay mm -hmm. yeah no, and that's kind of my point it's like it is, uh, I understand, that, again, I understand that this is maybe hard to hear for some people, but follow the evidence. We're not conspiracy theorists. We, oh, we, I, like, we actually, I like the yeah, conspiracy sorry. theory thing now, because whenever anybody says you're a conspiracy theorist now, I just go, what about Britney? Where the, those people were also conspiracy theorists. Those Instagram people who were called total conspiracy nuts because they thought Britney was stuck in some horrible situation and everybody's like, no, it's Britney. She's got millions of dollars. She's fine. Not so much. <laughs> Don't say it loudly, look. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, you, I totally agree with you. It, I I couldn't agree more. Um, okay, so uh, we talked. Uh, this is a little update on something we talked about not last week. I think maybe the week before that. I don't even remember it. I think I just mentioned it in passing. It wasn't something we like actually did an article read over or anything. I just remember right. mentioning it in passing. Yeah. We talked about Julian Assange uh, not getting uh, being allowed to get married. Well, he wins permission to marry his partner in London prison. Uh, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has been given permission to marry his partner Stella Morris in a ceremony to be held at uh, at the Belmarsh prison where he's incarcerated. Morris has taken legal action against the prison governor and the and Britain's justice secretary claiming they were preventing the wedding, tweeting that she was relieved but still angry that legal action was even necessary to put a stop to the illegal interference with our basic rights to get married. Belmarsh authorities mm -hmm. reportedly told reporters that Assange's marriage application was considered in the, un in the usual way by the prison government, Oh, governor, there was no immediate information on when the ceremony would be held, but the couple got engaged in 2017, according to media reports. Assange, who is an Australian national, was previously married but got divorced in 1999. Mm -hmm. Morris and Assange have two sons together. Okay. Oh. They have kids together? Uh, they, yeah, they got together when he was uh, in the Ecuadorian embassy still. Uh. Right. Uh, there, the, there was, um, 
Oh, remember with the story of the CIA going in and videotaping him, and like even uh, they went and took poo out of his uh, toilet to try to cross-reference it to see and if this was his child or not. The CIA actually did that. Um, yeah. Uh, so they even the CIA didn't necessarily know that they were together, um, but then they tr they tried to. Like DNA match them, yeah. I still remember when he was together with Pamela Anderson. Actually, it's so funny if you look up Julian Assange on Google. Do that right now and see what. Just look up Julian Assange Google. <laughs> what is the first? What is the first picture that comes up for you? The first picture, okay. Uh, Just right on the front page of Google, because the first picture for me is Pamela Anderson. Really? <laughs> no, it's not for me. It just uh, says Australian editor. And yeah, if, I, if I'm on just like, not when I go to the image section, but like when I just look mm -hmm. up Julian Assange and I go to Google, yeah. first picture is Pamela Anderson. I don't know why. Oh. It's very, it's been that way for months now because I look him up every once in a while to, for news, obviously. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I still remember that, so... It's it's weird how this world works, I guess. Uh, talking about people that was uh, uh, going to get married, uh, Kushagi's fiance just asks Justin Bieber to cancel the Saudi Arabia concert. I uh, couldn't agree more. Right. Uh, pop star Justin Bieber is facing calls, growing calls to cancel his concert in Saudi Arabia next month as the fiancé of slain uh, Saudi critic, we'll, we'll call him a journalist, uh, Jamal mm -hmm. Khashoggi joined a chorus of voices on Sunday urging him not to perform at the Kingdom's Formula One race. In an open letter published to the or by the Washington Post, uh, she urged Canadian megastar to cancel his December 5th performance in the Red City, or Red Sea city of Jeddah, uh, to, just to send a powerful message to the world that your name and talent will not be used to restore the reputation of a regime that kills its critics. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Bieber's concert is most headlining, headline-grabbing performance scheduled for the race. Though other F1 concert performers include ASAP Rocky, uh, David Guetta, and Tiestio, as well as singer Jason Derulo. I think all those, they're all kind of like, I don't know, e equal like uh, levels of famous to me. I guess, ju is Justin Bieber more famous than like Tiestio? Maybe. Oh, yes, definitely. But think about like, is Tiestio because he's been around longer, number one. And he's more internationally known, I would think. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I think I think Justin Bieber is very much bigger than Tiesto. I just it's think of Tiesto as more of like an international superstar, and I think of Justin Bieber as more of like an American... Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, 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 if you go on the street in Hollywood and you ask uh, ten different people who Tiesto is, I don't think anybody will know. Yeah, if maybe nowadays, them, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but if you ask them who Justin Bieber is, I think everybody will. 
Yeah, but I was talking more internationally. Like, if you were to go to ti uh, some I tiny little random still old think, country. Yeah, I still think Justin Bieber will beat TSDL. I know who he is, but I'm old as time itself. Oh, he's still big. Oh, I mean, David Guetta. I think more more people would know Testio than David Guetta, and he's oh, one of the most famous like G DJs right now. Yes, right. I definitely agree with that. Okay. And Jason Derulo, what are you even? What are you? No, you're not even no. on. You're no. not even on this list. Get <laughs> no. out of here. <laughs> like uh, he 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 for me is still a failed actor in Cats. Oh, I forgot about Cats. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't that him? Oh yeah, that, that was, was him. him right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yep. Good. <laughs> uh, that. Okay. So, I, I, if if you don't believe in aliens, watch the movie Cats. It was probably made by aliens, right? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Alien AI created, like, cats and multiple other recent movies, I think. But definitely cats. Uh, Pentagon firm new group to investigate UFOs. Uh, the United States Department said late Tuesday it will establish a new group to investigate reports of the presence of US, oh, UFOs in restricted airspace. Mm -hmm. Burp, excuse me. The formation of the group comes after the government release in, released a report in June in, uh, encompassing the 144 observations, which they said, uh, which they said there was a lack of sufficient data to determine the nature of these mysterious flying objects. If we covered that, if you remember that at the time, mm -hmm. right? That was the there was more of them, but the 144 were the ones they couldn't explain. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the new group, Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization Group, you couldn't have come up with like a shorter, catchier name than that, uh, will be overseen by the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Joint Chiefs of Staff officials from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. <sighs> <sighs> the new group will succeed the U.S. Navy's Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force task force uh, will work to it will work to detect identify and attribute objects assess and mitigate any associated threats uh, with them the Pentagon said okay now read that article again just two times the speed <laughs> it says here the US military has spent decades deflecting debunking and discrediting observations of UFOs and flying saucers dating all the way back to the 1940s uh, and that's I mean that's the craziest thing I mean since that first uh, video came out about the UFOs that they were like we didn't mean to release that and then they took it back and then released it again um, since that it seems like they've stopped kind of denying that UFOs exist, right? Definitely. I I, I I mean, I don't believe that this task force will find something that we all don't already know about UFOs, but I could be incorrect. Well, they're not look they're their job isn't to find out about UFOs. Their their job is just to identify track and then try to assess whether there is a threat to mm -hmm. to the world from these 
these things are not. not they're not. This group is not studying uh, spacecraft or like you know if that makes sense. Right. Right. They're just there is to ass assess if yeah. they're real or not. Was it you that sent me the video about the next case about the driver that uh, scrambled? It's possible I sent it to you. I don't know. Okay, because I saw this video of this uh, driver scramble as cash falls from his armored truck on the freeway. I saw people going bananas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought about using putting the video on here, but we had a better video for the show, and uh, it wasn't that, yes. like, it wouldn't be that interesting to watch on here just because it was a bunch of people running around picking up cash off the ground. It was something like you've seen in a movie, though. You know what I mean? I'm trying mm -hmm. to think of, like, a, one of the... What was a movie where, like, cash is all over the ground and then all these people are running around? Hmm. I know there's about a million what? movies that this has happened in, you know what I'm saying? So you are American. Uh, can you see if this is $1 bills or $10 bills or what? Well, I can read the article right here. Drivers scrambled mm. to grab cash Friday morning after bags of money fell out of an armored truck on, on a Southern California freeway. Uh, one of the doors opened uh, and bags of cash fell out. A California Highway Patrolman said several bags opened spreading money, mainly ones and $20 bills, all over the lanes and bringing the freeway to a chaotic halt. A video posted online showed people laughing and leaping as they held wads of cash. Uh, two people were arrested at the scene, and uh, the Highway Patrol warns that any others who are found to have taken money could end up facing criminal charges. He noted there were plenty of videos taken by bystanders at the scene that the, the California Highway Patrol and FBI uh, are investigating. Uh, anyone yeah, who this girl with a... Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, this girl with, uh, with her... her uh, Head in braces. Uh, I was thinking to herself, like, this is federal money. We see a lot of people like going in front of her ca camera and like showing, "Hey, I steal money for from the government." Right. <laughs> I, that's. I mean, it's dumb in in the respect that you know you're getting filmed and you're doing this. I mean, at the time, it probably just like the uh, adrenaline takes over and you're just like doing it, and not even really thinking. Uh, but if you were thinking and you were, were smart about it, considering we're in the middle of a pandemic and you probably literally have a mask right in your car you could put on, uh, maybe do that if you're if you're stealing federal money. Not that I'm saying you should, but maybe be smarter about it if you're going to do it in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. And now that we have an article about this uh, jury thing, do you want to talk about it a little more? What do you mean we have an uh, so article? Did you send me I, something? I, I, I'm going to send you an article right now. Right, okay, I was like, you're like, now that we have an article, I mean, I was like, we we have an article? No. <laughs> I sent it in the wrong chat, but I'm sure that you can fix that. Oh, no, it's fine. I'll just go over to the other chat. I got it. Okay. What, uh, I mean, we already pretty much talked about it. Is there anything else you want to... Oh, I was just thinking that we could could see if this article... Uh, says what kind of different because uh, some of them got not guilty on some some kind. Oh, you want to see the charges, right? Okay, let's see. Um, yes. Uh, here we go. Father and son Greg and Travis McMichael and their neighbor William Bryan faced nine fel felony charges during the trial. All defendants faced a maximum sentence of life in prison. 
Travis McMichael, the only one found guilty for malice murder, was convicted on all nine counts, which included felony murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal contempt to commit a felony. Greg McMichael was found not guilty of malice murder, but found guilty on the other eight counts. Malice murder refers to when a person unlawfully and with malice or forethought either expresses or implies causes either expressed or implied causes death of another human being. Uh, Brian, the neighbor who took the video of the shooting, was found guilty uh, of three counts of felony murder, one count of aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit a felony. He was acquitted on the other charges. Mm-hmm. So that, that, yeah, that's the breakdown. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see if, if uh, I think Brian probably will get a very much less sentencing since he's found just guilty on three charges while the two others were nine and eight. Wouldn't you think so? What do you mean? Nine and eight, so sorry. Two, yeah, so... Uh, t uh, uh, Travis and Greg mm -hmm. were f found guilty on nine and eight charges, while Brian was just found guilty on three. Uh, would you think that the people that was found guilty on the nine and eight charges would get more than Brian? Oh, well, obviously. Um, yeah. Especially since the malice... The one who got the malice murder charge is going to have the highest sentence, but it's likely that the two the father and son are going to get life in prison is what it's looking like, but uh, we mm -hmm. don't know that for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely something we will uh, look into um, as the week uh, goes. It's probably that we will talk about it. Maybe. There's a chance that this all... I mean, there's not much more to say next week at this point now that we have all the... Right. We just have to figure out how long, and that's not much to talk about. It's just here, the killing of Aubrey in February of 2020 fell initially under the radar, but drew national attention as soon as the video mm -hmm. of the killing was released that same May. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, the video really was what yeah. would made the trial as big as it was. Like, if that video oh, wasn't there, and it, yeah, the craziest part is the video was put out by them. Like yeah, not, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. To try to like defend themselves, which is yeah, it, yeah, it backfired quite hard quite backfired. Them. Yeah, yes, to say to say it. But I think that also shows like when you were saying like I can't quite understand it from like a Norwegian perspective the how racist mm. it is. These guys actually thought that that video was gonna be a good thing for them. That's mm. like the level of racism that we're dealing with. If that makes sense. <laughs> oh, definitely right. Uh, there's a murder on you. Uh, oh, oh, on me? And let me get it off. No, no, on you, the Netflix show. I, I think we did this joke when that show came out. <laughs> I think we we did it as an actual gag, as a joke. <laughs> we thought it was a funny joke that, like, you had seen you, and I was like, oh, you saw me? And you're like, oh, no, me, not you? Like, that was a joke. Like, we did that as that an actual joke, joke that we, that we yes, thought was a yes. threat. But what happened on Laura Ingram, uh, <laughs> Fro? Well, Laura Ingram doesn't understand what you is. Let's play this video. 
Oh, I've seen this so many times this week. In three, two, one, play. The politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? <laughs> I don't know. It was on You. I don't know. What? What was on me? What are you talking How about? How can he not? <laughs> the measles and the I never had the measles. What's on you? We never did a. We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I? Is this a joke? I, know, I don't know what you're talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had. <laughs> what are you talking about? Stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? What's it? This is like uh, a straight up slapstick. You've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We gotta get it's out. It's a show I, I give up. called You on Netflix. <laughs> There's a show called Loring on Netflix. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm moving on to Adele. I can't explain this to you. <laughs> oh, it's so good. There's a, there's a show on Netflix called Loring. <laughs> I don't understand how he couldn't just say, like, <laughs> it's a television show. Like, I guess he did at one point actually say, it's he a television it, yes. show on Netflix, and she still misunderstood that. And so, you are you are a television show on Netflix. And, he, and she goes, Laura Ingram is a television show on Netflix? <laughs> I mean, what does this say? Is she just so self-absorbed oh. she thinks everything is about her? Or what is it? Yeah. Uh Ooh, I've seen that many times this week. It it's... happened like the same day we did the show, uh, <laughs> did so the podcast last week. So it was like, it, yeah. it's been a full week since that came out. So I'm sure a lot of people have seen it at this point. Uh, it's, it's still funny though. Still funny. So, uh, do you uh, take your life in facts or feelings? Uh, do I take my life? In fact, do I do? I uh, do you do you like stare stare at your life according to your facts or your feelings? Well, I would say a little of both. I'm not I'm not like Ben Shapiro. I don't. It, not all facts and logic for me all the time. <laughs> do you know what? If you were Ben Shapiro, I wouldn't have a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you? What do you mean, Fro? <laughs> Nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, but yeah, uh, I am uh, probably the most feeling person. I I trust my feelings a little too much sometimes. Uh, I think I think that's one of my biggest mistakes in life. <laughs> probably, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think everybody does it to a degree. Maybe you a little bit yeah. more, but uh, I try to. I guess I'm I am kind of fact based a lot more than feeling based, but I do kind of also like uh, what do they say? Uh, the heart on your sleeve or whatever it is, you know? Mm. Yeah. Tromne is going to tell the truth about facts, not feelings. This is Tromne Trump tells the truth. I'm going to call the day segments feelings, not facts. How many debate have we had over the years? Who's based on feelings, not facts? Yeah. Feelings, not facts. When it comes to the environmental debate, it's more about feelings, not facts. We have a debate in Bergen, in my city, about how many cars you should have in the streets. Some people who believe that 
people who are using cars have been persecuted, they have been followed and they've been discriminated. Those are the facts. The fact is that my city cannot take more cars. Well, it lies between seven mountains and you have to drill fucking tunnels all over the place just to fucking get the cars from A to B. Well, so do you mean think like, like you can just keep on going the same way we did for, for years? When they put on old pictures of Bergen, they would be like, oh, that's how it used to be when cars could drive everywhere and we could park everywhere and so on. The fact is, there are many more people in Bergen now than they did in the 60s. It's the second largest city in Norway. Those are the facts that don't want to debate. Always fucking feelings. There's a lot of things I wish could be better, or wish it could be different. I wish I could be in my 20s again. Well, when I was not married, just was had a much money, and had no responsibilities whatsoever. Drink, fuck, and do what the fuck I want. But you cannot always do that. Life changes, and so you have to change and adapt. It's not saying you cannot have fun anymore. It's not like that every change in your life and your belief system is bad. Sometimes changing your belief system is good. I used to be against the European Union. Now I'm four. It took, took me a long way to get there, but again, I saw the facts. I started believing things differently. I used to be in the liberal part of many years. But things changed. I changed. The society changed. So the facts, well, told me that I had to go another place. So now I'm sitting in the city, city for the Green Party. It was a hard way to go because I've been, been in that belief since I was a teenager. And I had to change party direction in my 40s. But if I can do it, most people can do it. Because there are a lot about feelings again, not facts. It's also in the environmental debate. We can just think we can consume more and more, do the same shit that we did all dead. And if you don't do it like that, our life will be destroyed. It's like if a life changes a little, life will be miserable. But sometimes change is for the better. Yeah? You don't have you don't have to go regret everything you did. You don't have to feel bad about everything excuse everything you did in the past. Because things were different. I, most of us were different. When we see pictures from the 90s or her music from the 90s, there things you can say and do and joked about it, we don't do anymore. Because society has changed. We took a new knowledge for the change. I want to say that I was a bad person at the time, but I was part of the circumstance I lived under. Change is not bad. But if you're going to change, you have to take the facts. Just not feelings. Not go around and think that everyone attacking you just for fun. Who fucking psycho do that? Well, Trump does. But that's not quite the issue. I don't work for change because I want to make people's lives miserable. Because I'm judging them. Or I think that they should be destroyed and I think their lifestyle is horrible. I just see how the planet cannot survive. I see how a lot of things have to be done. And that also not means that I'm a perfect person, that I've done everything right in my life, said everything right, treated every people always nice. I, I have not. But you have to acknowledge that sometimes you just have to take part of do something with the things that's not good and based and change it based on facts. Don't just continue based on feelings. This was Tron, but Tron tells the truth. 
Thank you for telling the truth as always, Trum. Thank you, John. Mm-hmm. Did you know that uh, Brandon Sanderson was a Mormon? I don't know. I didn't know Brandon Sanderson was a person. <laughs> really? <laughs> you didn't know that either. Yeah. No. So it's not. Neither of those things are are mm. are, are, are new. Or I guess both of those things are new to me. I guess. Uh, he is the author of the three last Wheel of Time books. Uh, when Robert Jordan died. Okay. He he finished uh, the three last books. Yeah. Of uh, of uh, of course of of things that uh, he had written, like uh, was left behind. Uh, his widow, uh, the widow of, of uh, Rob Jordan, uh, picked uh, Brian Brian Sanderson because she she was so like <laughs> enamored by his writing. He's a my favorite uh, like uh, author of of uh, of science fiction. But uh, funny enough, fun fact, also uh, the author of uh, the Twilight series is also a Mormon, so there is that, so. <laughs> I guess we should talk about The Wheel of Time then, a uh, TV show on, what, what is this, this is on Amazon, yeah? Amazon, definitely. Amazon Prime, <laughs> starring Rosamund Pike, I guess is like the most famous person, right? Yeah, she's the only famous person. I couldn't recognize anybody else. Yeah, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head who... Uh, let me look really quick. No. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of young actors, though. So that's probably why. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, it's a show about... What is the show about? It's about fantasy time period where there's the good side and the evil side, and the evil is trying to invade Earth, and the only way to do it is to kill... This one um, person who's definitely not Jesus, right? Definitely not Jesus. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of uh, interesting when I when I watched this, uh, I didn't realize uh, Robert Jordan was kind of uh, so uh, religious because it's it's very like the the thing that they were talking about, like the time continues and re they believe in reincarnation. So mm -hmm. I think maybe. Right. Maybe, maybe Jordan himself was uh, like a, uh, some kind of uh, person that believed in reincarnation. But I didn't realize that before this week, actually. Is this like the Mormon Lord of the Rings? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Where it's like all an allegory to some type of Christian slash Mormon propaganda thing happening? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I definitely, I didn't know anything about the author or anything about his religious beliefs, but I definitely got, a, you know, there was some Jesus allegories happening there. Mm. There's a lot of, like, um, the Mar Mary allegory uh, is in here, and the, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's got a lot of very, you know, the, those tropes. But, I mean, that's true about a lot of stories, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um this is very fantasy based, uh, which I'm not a huge fan of fa the fantasy genre to begin with. Mm. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about the show itself? Oh, I really, really, really tried to like this. Um, yeah, I I hated with a passion. I mean, it's 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 hard. It's hard. <laughs> It's hard for them to 
take in all the aspect of of the books. I understand that. It's it's also hard, uh, especially in the three first uh, books, uh, to not have a villain. And bringing the villain that's in book number four, I believe, into the series in episode two, I kind of understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. But uh, because they kind of want to have some progression with him. Uh, but, I mean... I I I was extremely disappointed in this, but I I'm I'm not sure uh, if I'm the right person to ask because I I I love the books so I'm extremely not biased. I mean, it this is the TV show that I have been looking most forward to this year. Uh, so I went in with extremely high expectations. Um, I don't think they were met at all, to be honest. I hated how they looked, uh, the evil people. They look like pigs, uh, with, with horns. That's more or less what they look like. I think they were supposed to be, like, devil goat pig people. Right. Right. They had the devil goat horn thing happening. And they didn't look... Yeah. And they didn't look at all real it looked very like custom and i think uh, i think the only thing that saves this series is the main actress she's amazing like uh, uh i think she's very good for the role she's playing but everybody around her feels like amateur theater from like czechia or something oh i thought uh, cw network yeah, I guess so. I, I, I feel it's even worse than CW, though. But, uh, again, it's... It, uh, Maybe CW in the early 2000s? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, yeah. like, Charmed-level uh, acting. Yes. Right. Yes. Very Charmed-level of acting. Uh, with uh, that uh, voyeur, uh, voyeurist girl that was from Hercules. Uh, but, uh, but it's... Yeah, I I didn't like this. I I I I I hated uh, all three episodes that I saw of it. I'm not going to continue, but that's mostly because I want to continue loving this series uh, of books. Right. I don't want to see this. I don't I don't want to torture myself through this. <laughs> uh, so for me personally, this is a very personally one. This is going to be get a one, but that uh, that one is just for Rosman Pike. She's amazing in this show, but uh, sadly she can't carry the whole series on her own. Yeah, the acting's not great. The special effects uh, are awful. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say awful. I mean, there's some decent, like some of the decent stuff, decent stuff there, but other things is very. It's just doesn't look uh, cohesive with the rest of like the mm-hmm. filming. Um, What's what's the best thing about this? I guess there really isn't a huge load Rossman of positives. <laughs> yeah, but she gets lost in the sauce, kind of. She's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. the main focus. Like she doesn't do a lot of acting in at least the no. first episode. The second episode, she does a bit more, but like mm-hmm. she, there's a lot of chanting that she does mostly through the first episode, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So overall, I guess I'm gonna give it a two. 
Mm. Yeah. Also not really happy with it. I mean, there, mm. I can't think of one redeeming quality to the show, so that's not great. Yeah, no. When, uh, oh, other than Rosman Pike. <laughs> Rosman Pike was very nice in this series. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> but, I mean, like, yeah, you can't, uh, you know, a basketball team isn't uh, good because of one player. Right. Uh-huh. Tiger King? Do you want to talk about Tiger King? Yeah, sure. Tiger King Season 2. Um, I mean, it's definitely a lot of people talking about it this week, and there's all this fallout from it, kind of, because mm. of what was revealed about her husband, right? Uh, I mean, if yeah. people don't know, I guess spoilers, even though it's kind of in the news, right? So it's kind of... Yes, spoiler alert for Season 2 of... Uh, Tiger King. There we have said it because we're definitely going to talk about it. But I feel like the stuff we're going to talk about has even been spoiled by like, you know, the regular m mainstream media has talked about sure, the fact that sure, her husband sure, I, uh, is possibly yeah. still alive in where was it? Yeah. Chile? Uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and that he was a horrible person, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, but then we also f found out a lot of stuff about maybe. Joe Exotic was Joe framed. Being, yeah, right. innocent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing I was like this. well put together. I didn't feel like it yeah. was any worse than the last one. Nope. I was expecting um, it to be kind of like a, a, a money grab, where they didn't really yep. have to try that hard. They could just do a follow-up with the characters, kind of like, yep. uh, what's a good word for it? Those shows where they like put them all in a room and they cash grab. Yeah, well, a cash grab. But what are the a reunion show? You know how they do mm -hmm. for reality shows? They do like a reunion. I thought they were gonna. That would make it a cash grab. This they actually went yeah. out. They did new research. They found new leads, yeah. new um, interviews to have of people that were involved with the husband mm -hmm. and with the CIA and everything. And we're finding or FBI. Sorry. Uh, yeah, all the interesting stuff about how the FBI... Was it the FBI or the CIA agent that was selectively choosing what they wanted what to... to tell them in that, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> as as the that. evidence, to kind of like coaching yeah. them on what evidence they needed to get a conviction, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing is really good. I mean, I, I'd probably... Give this an eight point five, I guess. Still, do you, do you know what? I was pleasantly surprised by this because you said all the things that I was fearing. I thought this was going to be a money grab. I thought this would be showing absolutely no uh, development from the last series. I thought this would be crap, to be honest. You're right. And then I saw it, and I was like, "Holy shit! They are actually trying." <laughs> it's like it's just, this is interesting it's actually cool to see this people uh, and I, spoilers for the ending like uh, even though like his worst enemies like his worst enemies even said he was framed <laughs> and right. then I was like wow shit well the one guy like would perjure or yeah. the, there's three people who are basically perjuring them they're they're admitting they're admitting a crime uh, yeah. to, to defend to free yeah right um because they don't like the people who are screwing him over more than they don't like him which is 
They're all still enemies. I mean, none of the people in this... I think even in the first season we said, none of the people in this story are good people, right? No, <laughs> right. no. None of them. And that's what makes it so interesting. And the other thing about this season two is I feel like at the end of this, there's enough material to build off of that you could do a season three uh, just... Up in, I guess you'd have to wait until Joe Exotic actually either gets out of prison or doesn't. But mm. there's enough material here from what they pulled up, the questions they pulled out in this season to do another season and have it be good, I think. Which last I season, I didn't think that. So Yeah, me too. And uh, that's that's why I was so pleasantly surprised by this. It's like... Uh, what you said, it it, it it builds upon itself, and it's not many uh, reality shows that kind of does that. I mean, the so other thing I is we watch it. a lot of TV shows during the year. I mean, we do mm-hmm. many shows a week, and it, I would say it's, I wouldn't say it's rare, but there's a small percentage of shows that I sit there and watch the whole thing, like, in a day or two, and this is one mm-hmm. of those shows, you know what I mean? Where yeah, it was just like, I was there. engaged enough that I was like, I'm gonna keep watching. I think I watched it one night, and then to another night and so mm. like basically binging it you know what i mean um mm-hmm. which that doesn't happen for every show Th- that makes no definitely yeah and that makes it that puts it higher up on my list for sure well another show i binged this week was marvel's hit monkey on hulu i saw this because holy shit this was good uh, I love this. Yeah, obviously done by the same people who do Archer, I'm assuming, because of the style of it. It is so funny, and it's so good. I and, loved every fucking second of this. And very bloody, so if people don't Extremely. like violence, like it's fu- it's a comedy action, uh, but it's very gory at the same time. Uh yeah, it was, it was. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's, it's how do you describe it this. without yeah, no. ruining anything? I guess describe as much as you can. So it it is more or less about this assassin uh, that goes uh, around in the first episode, uh, killing people because that's what His the job. assassins uh, yeah. <laughs> do. <laughs> and. Uh, some criminals uh, chase him, and uh, they chase him to a place where uh, there are some monkeys. Or And when he's killed, for spoilers for the first episode, uh, <laughs> uh, he switches uh, his soul with a monkey, or he, 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 he gets to be the ghost of the monkey, and the monkey gets to get his attributes as a killer. Yeah, like all of his skills. Right. Skills goes to him, yeah. Right, exactly. And he is also bonded to him. And do you know what? This is such a sweet show as well. It is such a sweet show. I have uh, have never cried for a cartoon, but I cried in this show. I really did. Uh, Yeah, I was not expecting much out of this, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Me neither. Especially, well, I guess maybe it's because... I knew it was Marvel, and I'm I'm not a fan of like. Right. But this is no way like a superhero type superhero show in any way whatsoever. Definitely right. adult cartoon. Like it's definitely something you would see on Adult Swim if it wasn't on mm. Hulu. Um, yeah, I think the animation is very Archer esque, but uh, it it feels 
different uh, during the fight choreography than Archer. Mm -hmm. It feels less, what's a good word for it, stilted. Like that, mm -hmm. uh, this has a lot more uh, fast-paced action to it, I guess. Especially during, like, the one scene where they're in, I think it's Japan or something. And him as a monkey is, like, flying in between the oh, balconies. So right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. so overall, I'm going to give this a 7. I've only seen two episodes, but... I'm going to give this a 9. I I I think this was one of my favorite shows of the year. I I I I don't know what it is, but I really really loved it. Huh? Yeah. I mean, there was yeah. a uh, very dry sense of humor about it, also, which was very fun. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about a, another cartoon that came out, Blade Runner uh, Black Lotus, right? I think. It was mm -hmm. right. Um. This felt half made to me. I don't know about you. Uh, yes. It was like they started it and then part of, and they finished part of the animations, <laughs> and then other parts they didn't finish the texturing or certain yeah. parts they were like, uh, oh, we didn't film that or I'm not, we didn't create that scene yet uh, of the anime, so we'll just skip that and move on to the next scene. Like, <laughs> and you, and then I was left going, what just happened? Did I miss something? And probably yeah. yes, we probably did miss something. You know, I I I had uh, semi high expectations for this because everything that is Blade Runner I will watch. I, uh, Blade Runner is uh, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I think the, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty six uh, is uh, definitely in my top five movies of all time. Um, so. When you bring in this universe of Blade Runner, you have to have quality. And sure. this was definitely not quality. This was this was very hastily made. The storyline made zero sense. Uh, the acting was not very, very good. Uh, yeah, it's it felt very rushed and unfinished. Um, that was yeah. I should mention this is on Cartoon Network. Um, it felt like they started making it and like there was a, it, they had good intentions and then they ran out yep. of time. That's really yep. what it felt like. And yeah, some of the story elements were kind of interesting. Um, I could see the potential, but it just, it really, the anime, I don't even know how to describe the animation style cause it just felt unfinished. That's yeah, what it felt like. Yeah. And, yeah. um, very confusing. So I'm going to give it a 1.5. I think I have to give this. Yeah, I have to give this a one. I I really didn't like this. I didn't go in with high expectations, I guess, because I was like, I what said are they going to... I said semi-high. Yeah, I said semi-high. Oh, mean... well, I'm, I'm saying I didn't go in with high okay. expectations. I'm, I went in more like, uh, oh, why are... they're making a Blade Runner cartoon? Like, <laughs> is this for kids? This can't possibly be for kids, but it's on Cartoon Network. Right. Uh, I guess it was on uh, Adult Swim, but... Yeah, uh, I saw a Swedish show called Knutby about uh, the Knutby murders. Have you heard about the Knutby murders? No, I don't think so. So there's this Norwegian priest that was there in, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, some years ago. Uh, uh, that was the priest of a Philadelphia uh, pr uh, congregation in Sweden. Uh, that convinced his babysitter to kill his wife. Um, uh, 
and things like that in the name of the Lord and things like that. Uh, this is uh, this is the story uh, about that, but they have changed every na name. Something I find a little uh, disturbing because, well, not disturbing, a little irritating. No, that I, since I know the story as well as I do, it was kind of like, no, that's not your name. Right. <laughs> Like every name is officially out there, and they they say like in the intro like we did this to like protect people. Uh, why? <laughs> like every name is out there. Everybody know like in the documentary that's out there uh, on HBO Max. I think it is. Uh, uh, the names are not like changed so why they changed it in this drama series makes absolutely no sense for me well other it, than that i think you have to get yes. permission from the actual person so chances are they didn't get permission from the actual ah. people yeah okay which is kind of but dirty. Other than, yeah that is kind of dirty yeah now uh so other than that it's an okay show i mean I know the story uh, because uh, I grew up with it, right. more or less, and it was one one of the things that uh, was very hot in Norwegian media because uh, he, this pastor was from Norway and got everybody like to kill each other, uh, and it's about ma manipulation and what religion does to you. So I mean, it's interesting enough. I find I was uh, irritated by some things, but. All in all, I give it a 6 out of 10. Uh, let's talk about Cowboy Bebop, I guess. I'm pretty sure you saw this. Yeah, let's. I am definitely very sure I saw this as well. A live-action version of the cartoon Cowboy Bebop, obviously. Did you watch Cowboy mm -hmm. Bebop when it was on, a like, back in the day, I guess? Yeah. I think so. I, I think I saw it in the early 2000s. Uh, the show itself is from 98. So I saw it some years later. I don't ever remember seeing it in order. Like, I wasn't a big enough fan to go back and, like, watch episode by episode. I just remember seeing mm. random episodes, like, probably on Cartoon Network or something, in between other episodes of other cartoons that I was watching, right? Um mm. So I remember, like, oh, this is kind of interesting, but never, like, getting so far into it that I was like, oh, I need to get go see episode one, season one, right? Um, mm. Did you ever do that, or did you just watch random episodes? No, I, 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 I think I saw one or two episodes, then uh, maybe four or five years ago I saw the whole thing oh. from the beginning. Right, okay. Uh, so I didn't have as much frame of reference for a lot of things going on in here, but it was pretty mm -hmm. entertaining. I, it's very stylized, stylized as far as the look of it. They're going for mm -hmm. a very, you know, it's got that, uh, future punk kind of thing happening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, the art style is maybe one of the most interesting things about this show. I thought the acting was good. Uh, the action is good. Most of the special yeah. effects are good. Uh, yeah, not a lot of negative things to say about it, except for maybe it's a little cheesy. What do you... Uh, it's a little cheesy, and it feels a little random. Uh, random, what, what, how, what do you mean? It, it feels, uh, that the stories were a little random. Compared to the original, or, like... The stories of the show. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, com not compared to the original. In itself, it felt a little like, uh, now we're doing this story, uh, all of a sudden we're doing that story. I didn't mind it, don't get me wrong. Right, okay. It just felt a little like, oh. I'm not saying random in a bad way, by the way, uh, because that's kind of like the original shows, show uh, is also kind of like random. When I mean random, it, it just felt like it was a little here and there. But I, I agree, it's very cheesy, <laughs> but it's it's fun cheesy, and it's good cheesy, though. Yeah, I'd probably give it, like, a six. Yeah, a six. Uh, a TV show I kind of have, uh, again, with high expectations. It, this is actually your fault I have high, high, had high expectations for, because you said this would be a scary te television show. Hellbound. Did I? I don't remember saying it was. Well, I guess I read. I read somewhere that it was scary. Right? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This wasn't scary. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I think the monsters were worse in this than they were in the Wheel of Time, which is saying quite well, a bit. Uh, mm. They they almost didn't look completely finished. Like it didn't blend well with the surrounding area, like the surroundings around the uh, CGI. Uh, mm. Well, the story of this is there are these monster beings going around South Korea taking people to hell. That's the story, mm -hmm. right? Uh, some and people. A spirit. Go ahead. Yeah. No, and a spirit is telling them that they have so and so long uh, till they will do, be dragged to hell. So it's it's more or less dragged to hell, uh, the Japanese version. <laughs> it's also kind of a cult thing because there's like this cult yeah. who believes in. Uh, the monsters taking people to hell and there's other people who don't believe in it but then there's you know the skeptics who are like I guess we'd call them the agnostics in the situation who are mm -hmm. like it could be true it could not be true it, the dumb part is it's all on video and there's like hundreds of people <laughs> watching it happen so it seems like everybody at certain point in this show would mm -hmm. be like uh, yeah we all believe because it's happening to all of us like you know what I mean so um, there's kind of a inevitable conclusion, I think, to the show, which kind of is mm -hmm. not great. Uh, yeah, what do you think about the storyline, I guess? I didn't like it. It, it, it like, it, it's, it was super weak, to be honest. I, I kind of wanted a, a horror show with, like, uh, things from from hell coming up and dragging people to hell would be an interesting thing if it wasn't so incredibly bad animated and and acting in this is not good either just to say that so <laughs> i don't really blame blame all it on on the animation but animation definitely didn't help it was probably the worst part of it for sure i think the cult yeah. aspect of it is the most interesting part of the show like the idea of this who's going to join the cult who's in the cult who's mm -hmm. not in the cult the one uh, police officer finds his daughter uh following the cult that's the most interesting mm -hmm. parts of the show overall i give it i don't know a hmm this one's a hard one i guess a 4.5 okay i'm going to give it a 3.5 uh, because i think this biggest crime of the show was that it was boring <laughs> there were certain aspects of it i i was entertained by i guess a little more than you yeah yeah your turn I think that was the last show I saw. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I saw Great Escapes with Morgan Freeman. Because that show is this show. Okay. Uh, uh, the first one is like how... So everything is like how did uh, criminals escape different things. Uh, the first show was uh, Alcatraz. Uh, the second episode was uh, North Cont uh, Country uh, Breakout. Uh, the Alcatraz one was kind of interesting. I mean, it's very Discovery uh, uh, thing. It it felt very, very much like everything was done in front of a green screen. Okay. And and uh, Morgan Freeman just had to stand there and kind of look. Uh, so what is what is he what is he doing? He's going to he, these places. Yeah, he's going there, showing how people escaped. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last show I watched was, uh, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, from the UK. Uh, you will know absolutely no one that is in here, because they are all UK stars. Oh, did you see the first season of this? Or Oh yeah, oh, yeah I've okay. seen every episode, uh, a season of this. No, I mean, did you just watch the first season this week, or... Did you watch? Is it a new season this week? Oh, it's a new season. Right. Okay. That's what I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. This is a uh, season twenty-one, Luke. Right. I was gonna say it's been on for yeah. a while now, so I didn't know if you yeah. just started watching it or if you were seeing or oh, yeah. if you were keeping up to date. I'm not a huge fan of those shows. I think they're pretty dumb. <laughs> they are pretty dumb, and that's why I like it. because oh. I'm pretty dumb. Right, and the celebrities are all probably pretty dumb. They're like, I, I yes. definitely want to go on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, Inside Job, episode 5? Yeah, Inside Job. Uh, I'm not sure it was Inside Job, but uh, let's talk about that uh, after. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Brett hopes mm -hmm. to have a blast in, in the past as he, the team embarks on a nostalgic-laced mission to a small town that has permanently been stuck in the 1980s. Yeah, welcome to Stranger Things animated. Well, they yeah, uh, well they were going for a few different like <laughs> 1980s because there was also like uh, E.T. the E.T. kids, e. yeah, yeah, with the alien from this who is just basically like I've realized the uh, alien in this is just Roger from uh, American from, Dad. Yeah, American Dad. Yeah, he basically yeah, the same character. Is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't as fun uh, to see this without you, to be honest. I had more fun watching this with you than well, obviously. Uh, yeah, but without you. I mean, this episode was pretty good. Still, I thought yeah, this yeah, was yeah. one of the better episodes. Um, yeah, they they definitely were going for a bunch of nineteen eighty. They were making fun of nineteen eighty. TV and movie tropes in the show, yeah. with it being very self-aware that it itself is like is a trope, is a show, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, it was very meta. I yeah, and certain parts of it were very interesting. The she finds out about his childhood or whatever, and why he's so weird. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, the jokes were good in this one. Uh, I Yeah, I think the four kids in the alien bit, that was probably the best running joke of this episode, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd probably give this one a, an 8. I would give it an 8 as well. I agree. 
I don't know that this is the greatest show to talk about on the podcast, but so far it's been fun to watch. <laughs> I don't know if I care. Right. <laughs> at, at least we're having fun. <laughs> we don't care about the listeners. Yeah, I still get total Futurama <laughs> vibes from this show, yeah. which that makes it cool for the first season because, like, Futurama in the first season wasn't really a big deal, and then all like, mm-hmm. what, like, five years later is when Futurama actually mm-hmm. became popular, which was a weird kind of thing. I have a feeling mm-hmm. that this show, I have this, I get the same feeling about this show. Yeah, I think this is a show that nobody is talking about, and people should watch more. To be honest, right. Uh, let's talk about my favorite news channel of all kind, Fox News. Uh, two Fox News employees resigned over Tucker Carlson's January 6 documentary. I said January 6, 6 and not 6. Did you? It sounded like 6 mm-hmm. to me. I think... Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's fine. <laughs> uh, Fox News contributor jo- Jonah Goldberg and Stephen... Ha- oh, Stephen Hayes have resigned following the release of... Co- Tucker Carlson's documentary on the January 6th Capitol insurrection, citing concerns the documentary has potential to incite violence in the cable news outlet's direction of coverage in the post-Trump era, uh, New York Times has reported. Uh, when did that come out? Patriot Purge. I, I didn't see it. Did you watch this? No, never heard of it either. I remember seeing a thing about it, like people talking about whether or not they were going to release it cause, because of the the uh, implications of it, I guess. Mm. But I don't, I don't remember it actually coming out. Let me look that up. Cause I, would you? I, I don't know. I might watch that if it just because it sounds so stupid. I would totally watch it. I wonder. Yeah, I, I think, I think Tucker Carlson is very interesting. That uh, that is maybe one of the things I didn't like about the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, thing that he went on Fox. Like, if you want to say you are a BLM supporter and and uh, support Black Lives Matter, Fox is maybe the, <laughs> the, the like the last channel I would go on to like. Hey, look at me. I am a BLM supporter. <laughs> well, you know, Fox has like the highest ratings of any news organization I in understand. America. Yeah, yes. So I my understand. guess is they paid the most. That's what I'm guessing. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's money being exchanged for these oh, interviews. Yes. So they didn't do that for free. Right. Um, they got the highest ratings. They probably have the most money to spend on this stuff. They probably also got in contact him with him before anybody else. Um. I don't see... Yeah, I don't know about this docu- documentary, if it's out or not. I guess we'll have to do some more research. Cool. Uh, Adele uh, is going to be uh, a lot of things we talk in the TV news. Uh, because, uh, yeah, this interview on Australian <laughs> TV, that was fun. I didn't see see this. Uh, oh, you didn't? I don't think so. Why don't ah. you describe it to me? I guess. So she 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 uh, she she goes on Australian TV, and uh, uh, she's going to get uh, interviewed by a guy, 
and he hasn't fucking listened to the last album she did, and she's there to talk about the last album. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it's like, uh, 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 because she she goes like, uh, uh, she, uh, she's in an interview and she asks him like, have you even listened to it? And she, he goes like, no. <laughs> Oh, what's so funny? Okay, apparently it came out November 1st. Alright. Oh, the documentary? Well, I loosely call it a doc documentary, okay. but... Documentary. <laughs> documentary. It's a three-parter, apparently. I didn't even know it had come out, but sure. Uh, oh, we're definitely watching it. Another Adele story. Uh, Adele convinces Spotify to remove Shuffle from all albums... Uh, Spotify has removed Shuffle button as a default off option from its app's album pages, forcing songs to be played in the order the artist intended after Adele asked the songs on her new album be played in the order she intended. Uh, she says, this was the only request I had in our ever-changing industry. Wow. Can I find out a little stupid... Uh, I mean, it makes sense to me. Okay. If you if you create an album and you want like certain albums, like especially I don't know specifically, I guess like uh, techno albums, like the songs a lot of times like flow into each other, right? If that makes sense, mm -hmm. like you go from one song to another and it creates like a melody. So if you were to all of a sudden cut into certain songs and albums it would be almost jarring to listen to because it's kind of going from one song to the other, if that makes sense. Um, I guess it's not a big deal. I just think that the shuffle... I use the shuffle thing sometimes when I don't really uh, want to listen to anything. I use it like... Uh, for example, I use it on, on like... Uh, best of the nineties. I used to. Oh well, that it, that's still gonna be there. It says it's only on album albums. So. Oh okay. It says uh, where does it say it? From its apps album pages. So only if okay. you're going to a specific album. That's so if you go on like just onto the thing and you say I want to shuffle random songs in a certain genre of music, you can still right. do that. It's just oh. al albums. Like it, remember. I Did... thought it was all of Spotify. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was like, why remove... That's what I, I, I read it. No, it's Sorry. just albums, yeah. which to me, that makes sense. I don't know, does that make sense? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yes, yes. I, I remember having Discman back in the day, and it only had one... You could only put one disc in it, and it had a shuffle button, and I always thought that was the dumbest feature on any device it was like you can only put one disc in here why would you want to shuffle the one you can just skip to the track you want to yeah. go to i guess if you're so indecisive you can't even decide which song you want to listen to on <laughs> one album you can hit shuffle uh let's shuffle ourselves to the next topic yeah let's shuffle an audible trial uh, www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADC that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADC if you want a free 30 day trial and a free audio book or podcast or something get free something on Audible they have a lot of different things there available can I, 
Can I come and recommend something? Sure. A Town Called Discovery. So this is about uh, time traveling. Uh, and uh, it's uh, about this man that uh, falls from the sky. And he has absolutely no memory. No sense of self. And uh, yeah. He uh, comes to a town uh, called Discovery. And okay. follow him. Cool. Uh, let's do some movie news. This is an interesting story. Russ script supervisor sues Alec Baldwin, alleging the film's screenplay never says he should have fired a gun. That is super interesting. Script if su- that is true. Right. Well, th- it's a lawsuit that's happening, so... Uh, yeah. the, the lawsuit is definitely true. Uh, the other oh, stuff the is alleged. True. Right. Yes, yes. Uh, the script supervisor on the set of Russ filed a lawsuit against Alec Baldwin on Wednesday, alleging the movie script never required the actor to fire the shot that killed the cinematographer. Uh, Quote-unquote, Alec Baldwin intentionally, without ca- just cause or excuse, cocked and fired a loaded gun, even though the upcoming scene to be filmed did not call for the cocking and firing of a firearm, the lawsuit alleges. Yeah, that, that will be very interesting to see what comes out of that, because if that is true, Alec Baldwin is a murderer. Well, I mean, it, mm, well, not necessarily, well, it's hard to tell, but, because, uh, like, he could have been, let's say, rehearsing a different upcoming scene, I guess, but mm. if this is the case, um, I guess the question is, like, they can just look at the script and see what, you know, scene they were doing, I guess, and then go, is there yeah. a gun in that scene? It, it seems pretty open and shut if that's the case, but I guess, the, yeah, the defense from me would be uh, he possibly was, he wasn't rehearsing that scene, he was rehearsing a different scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you're a m- member of uh, the Metaverse. See what I did there? Am that's, I? That's the... Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, yeah. You you have to be because Facebook is not called Facebook anymore. Uh, actually, it is. I guess Metaverse is like the over <laughs> overarching company, and then there's Facebook, and then there's what uh, Instagram, Instagram underneath Meta. Oh. Yeah. Okay, and WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, and whatever else they own of me- the many things they own. Uh, <laughs> But Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse could fracture the world as we know it, letting people reality block things. Um, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> in the metaverse of the future, two people could be walking down the same street and see very different things thanks to AR glasses. One mm-hmm. uh, who may le- lean more conservative could reality block out aspects they consider... Uh, oh, they've been conditioned to oppose, like, a fertility clinic, while other... Uh, while another liberal could be walking down the street by a gun store and not even know that the gun store is there. Uh, others could have to have paid for a third-party app that lets them know, uh, lets them instantly know identifying traits about people they pass on the street. Uh, Facebook, now Meta, has collected on its users. Uh, the word Republican hangs over the head of each person uh, who is pass- passing by you. Right. So just imagine a world where, like, your uh, religious views and your political beliefs and all that is just, like, hanging around Mm. you in, like, a cloud and everybody just knows your business all the time. 
Yeah, I can't wait for that world. It will be so fun. <laughs> Said absolutely nobody. Uh, I've seen some movies. Uh, let's start with Last Night in Soho, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, this is directed by Edward Wright, uh, the same guy that uh, directed uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and mm -hmm. Baby Driver, for right. example. Um, this is a movie about this uh, fashion designer in the uh, that uh, can uh, enter the 96s when she sleeps, uh, and she thinks it's very glamorous. And uh, well, not everything is as it seems, uh, because the dreams of the past starts to like splinter into things and things get very dark and very scary for her. And this is an amazing movie. Uh, I enjoyed the shit out of this. Uh, very psychological thriller horror movie i i saw this and i i kind of had high expectations for this as well <laughs> talking about how high expectations this week many things i had high expectations to but this this kind of uh, didn't let me down i'm not going to say this is the best movie i've seen of the year uh, i'm going to land on an eight probably there are some some things in this movie that is kind of like uh, the explanation of things is a little stupid to say it mildly. Okay. But uh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy uh, and um, Thompson McKenzie that plays the two uh, female roles are very 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 strong female roles, and that's kind of what I liked about. The movie, uh, yeah, but it's going to to end up uh, on an eight. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, another time traveling movie, I guess. Extinct cartoon on okay. Netflix. Yes, um, it's about two extinct animals. They're like little donut cat creatures. They're like little okay. cats with donut holes in them. Uh, okay. and they accidentally time travel from like the island they're living on. They time travel into the into present day China, uh, and they learn that the rest of their species is extinct, and so they have to go back in time to try to save their species from extinction uh, using mm -hmm. the help of a, a ragtag team of other extinct animals, including like a dodo bird and things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that are all time travelers. It is a weird kids movie that I, I was lo I got lost partway through. I think because the story in this is so ridiculous. It's like I don't even know how to describe. It is the most. If you want to confuse your child about like uh, 
climate change and things like that, this is probably the movie for you. If you were like, I really want to confuse the shit out of my child about how climate change works. Because uh, it tries to have, like, this climate... It's trying to have this, like, you know, uh, that kind of stance of, like, save the animals, mm-hmm. climate change is bad, pollution is bad. But at the same, same time, using this, like, weird time travel thing where it's like, oh, if we just time travel, then we can fix it. It's like, well, we don't have time travel, though, so... It's very, like, if you were a child, I can see how this would be very confusing to you. Um, mm. Yeah, there's a lot of strange uh, strange things going on in this film, I guess is the best way to put it. I don't know, i give it a mm. 3.5, I guess. 3.5. I was okay. thinking about a 4, but I, I'm going to go 3.5. I saw a little movie called King Richard. Hey, look, do you want a movie about a dad that forces his two kids to play tennis for two hours? Oh, right, that's this movie, right? Okay. <laughs> that, that is this movie. Uh, this is the most Oscar-baited movie I've seen this year, probably. Uh, I think it is... Extremely good. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But, <laughs> there's a big but. I don't really like uh, Oscar Beta movie. I, I I think Will Smith will probably win, win an Oscar. Because he's fucking amazing in this movie. But, but I have a little problem of how he is portrayed. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with what he did because he, he more, more, more or less was a child abuser for two kids. Like having this like vision about uh, and like fostering two people to get as good as they are in tennis. I understand that this is a, that is a good story to tell, and it's it's it's. An amazing thing that they defied a lot of like uh, coming from the poor and now being as rich as they are Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, especially that they are uh, black uh, women that are very strong and also like good role models for other black children in tennis and and black people has never had a representative in tennis and things like that. I like that part of it. Don't get me wrong. But uh, that it was this um, quote-unquote easy for Venus and Serena, I doubt that very much. That being said, I'm going to give this movie an 8 as well. I really, really enjoyed it. So, I mean, I didn't think I was going to like this, to be honest. And went in this with super low expectations. Because I I'm, I could not give two flying fucks about tennis. And, uh, yeah, I uh, enjoyed it. And I think, like I said, Will Smith win, will win some Oscars, probably. Alright, I saw Hypnotic. This is a... Thriller, I guess I'll... Yeah, mm. it's a thriller movie uh, mm-hmm. about a woman... Did you see this? I saw it, uh, uh, yeah. You saw it this week? week? You saw it last oh, week, last okay. Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I told you about it. Right. I, 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 don't, I didn't remember that. Uh, it is a movie that happened. Um, the ending is probably the worst part <laughs> of this movie. Yes, don't spoil it, though. I'm not going to... But it's probably the worst ending of a movie I've seen this year, possibly. Uh-huh. I mean, I'd have to really think about it, but the ending was so bad. Um, it's, it's about a woman who whose friend... Uh, recommends she goes to therapy because she's having some pro- problems in her life. She goes to the therapist that woman recommends, and he he wants to put her under hypnotherapy. Uh, and then her life starts to go. She starts losing bits in, of in time and things like that. So obviously he did something to her. Uh, and then it's her trying to fight against that. Um, mm-hmm. It's very cheesy, very dumb. The ending's bad. <laughs> Uh, most of the acting is actually pretty <laughs> awful as well. I guess some of the set design, like his office mm-hmm. is, looks kind of cool, and there's some cur- certain set design stuff. The flashbacks look really stupid. Overall, I don't know. This movie's got to get like a <laughs> two, I guess. A two. You Did you ever see Get Out? Yeah. Yeah, it is Get Out. Uh, just bad. It's the bad version of Get Out. Um, not in. It's in no way cryptic or anything. I guess. Right. I mean, the other thing yes. is like in this movie. Usually <laughs> in a movie like this, there would be like it would be questionable as to like for the viewer as to whether or not the bad person is a good or bad person. And that's like <laughs> usually no that's usually yes. the like the the mystery. I usually it would be like a mystery thriller. This was just thriller mm-hmm. because you know from the very beginning that this the bad guy is the bad guy, and they they, they don't like dispute it at all. There's no like wondering whether oh maybe she's cr- being crazy, and you, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. It, she's always in the right in this movie, so there's almost no conflict in that way so yeah it was a bad mm-hmm. film venom let there be carnage is the second venom movie i really like the first venom movie it is one of the most funny venom movies uh, uh superhero movies this was not good <laughs> I think this uh, this episode will be called something with expectation because holy fuck this this did not lead up to my expectations. I I I have a I have a weird love for the first Venom movie because everybody said it was so bad and kind of like I I looked at it and I thought it was super entertaining. It's a movie that I actually have seen more than like two two three times i i think i've seen it quite a while and and i i i super enjoy it every time i watch it this was definitely not the follow-up to to a venom movie that i wanted the acting is very very stilted i will say that uh yeah the charm is gone everything that i i loved with the first movie is totally gone in this movie and i I did not like it as much. Uh, I'm giving it uh, two. Oh, that low. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the last thing I saw was the electrical, the electric, the electrical life of Louis Wayne. Okay. This is on Prime. This has got Benedict the Cumberpatch. It's got T T Tika Watiti, Olivia Coleman, Claire Foy. 
Yeah, I, I, I was a big fan of Louis Wayne, like art uh, and like his whole story. Way like from like college days, because he was kind of always known as like the original uh, fractal artist, like psychedelic mm. painting type artist, but. He never actually did any drugs, right? Uh, mm. Did you ever see any of his paintings or anything? No, I have absolutely no clue. Okay, well, while I'm talking about this, I'll post... Let me post something in the chat so you can look. Because what mm. happened is this guy was famous for drawing uh, anthropomorphic cats. So cats that did, you know, things. Like they were pushing a stroller. Or, like, he was the person who, before, like... Uh, dogs playing cards he was drawing cats if that makes sense but he oh. got schizophrenia uh and so if you see in this picture i sent you that first one was from early in his life he's mm -hmm. drawing just cats and then over time this is the same picture he drew in over time in like an insane asylum <laughs> so you can see as his mind kind of gets warped to like this was this is the original cat and this is what he saw over time but people look at this stuff as like the original like fractal art and stuff it's pretty wild when you look at it um yeah but this is a, a story it's the story of his life basically uh all about his struggles and everything it very well put together the acting is very very good uh benedict cumberpatch is amazing in this actually uh mm. yeah the whole movie is very well put together. I wouldn't be surprised if this grabs some nominations for something. I don't know about Oscars, but definitely uh, some Golden Globe or something like that. I can see this winning uh, for Benedict Cumberpatch, just because he was so good in this movie. Uh, definitely a tearjerker. Uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend checking this one out. It's it's worth, worth watching. Let's see, what has it got on Rotten Tomatoes right now? 73%? So... Cool. I would give it a... I'm going to have to give this an 8.5. Ooh. You almost said a 9 there. I, I did. Uh, I think there are certain parts that, just because I know the story of Louis Wayne fairly well, because I've mm -hmm. kind of studied his life previously, there were certain parts that they mm -hmm. definitely embellished because it's a film, right? <laughs> um, so those parts made me go, oh, that's a little... Why did they have to go over the top with that? But his the story of his life is really interesting. He like his drawings, his art almost kind of um, popularized having cats as pets, actually. So mm. yeah. Hey, do you want to see a shitty version of Cinderella? Look. Um, no, I don't. But no? I could, I guess. You can uh, if you go to. Uh, I think it's on on one of the streaming services. It's on Prime, I think, or something. Uh, so this is uh, w produced by James Corden. That says everything. Um, <laughs> with uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan in one of the roles with uh, Cami Cab Camilla Cabello. Is that her name? Uh, as the uh, as Cinderella, so this is Cinderella with modern, and it's also a musical look. So you will love this. Right. Uh, it's 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 with m modern music in it. 
For once, uh, for example, they sing Queen and things like that, and it's horrendous. Do they rap it at is... any point? Yes, they are rapping. Of They're course rapping. they do. Of course. Yes. It is maybe the worst thing I have ever seen this year. Maybe. I will give it a zero. It has absolutely no redeeming qualities. Okay. This might be yeah. a, a candidate for me uh, timing out how much of a movie is actually... F right? This could be a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that, yes. Uh, yeah. Because we'll, it's... I'll write it down and we'll talk about it off air. But I think that is yeah. a good... Because we had planned on doing some kind of like thing where... I don't like musicals. And mm -hmm. I want, I'm going to go through it and figure out exactly how much of the movie is f movie and how much of the movie is just song. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Uh, have you seen anything else? Uh, no, those, that was it for movies for me. Okay, the last one I saw was Tick Tick Boom, uh, also a musical, funny enough. Uh, so this is a musical about a musical. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Wonderful. This is... <laughs> You're so sarcastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is really up your alley. Look, not only is it directed by Lin-Manuel <laughs> Miranda, it has... Uh, Music by uh, Jonathan Larson. Uh, I'm sure you don't know who that is, but it's very, very funny. Um, Jonathan Larson, didn't he do the Far Side comics? <laughs> not, 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 that, not that guy. <laughs> not, that, not that Larson. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, based on the, the, the guy that wrote uh, uh, Rent. I almost forgot the, the musical now. Oh. I'm going to swear in in the search of 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 uh of uh, musicals. This was too meta for even for me. Like a musical about the guy that writes musical. <laughs> right. Like what the literal fuck is going on? I I have to admit something. I I I I, I Andrew Garfield is very good in this movie. Okay. I, I think he's the saving grace of this very mediocre, uh, okay musical. I, 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 like, so in Norway, we, 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 we kind of like give, give a, uh, from a scale from one to six, and like I've seen like newspapers giving this between five and four. And I, I would probably land on a four. I think that's very hard to translate to uh, a scale of ten, because I would say that this is uh, less than I, I liked. So I would give it a four out of ten as well. But uh, yeah, it's just a weird musical. Okay. I, I, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, generally anything that's that meta, something that's like a movie about making movies or a song about making songs, it's never, mm -hmm. right, it never really works. Uh, well, let's watch 
an audio trailer for a movie that could be good or it could not be good because I have no idea what this movie's about. Black Friday. Screen Media. Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. Happy Black Friday. We love toys. We still on for pancakes tonight. Chris, you're on reg for the night. I don't get Chicken sure, Soup for the Soul. I'm from this, uh, there must be some like blanket company at this point. Probably. What do we love? Ooh. Toys. Good job. Oh him. Places, everyone. Three, two, go, baby, go. I feel like I've seen our main character in something too. Thank you very much. Happy holidays. Like the guy with the gruff beard. Oh, it's Bruce Willis. Oh, no, not Bruce Willis. Bruce. Uh... No, yeah. Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Bruce but I'm talking about this guy right here. Yeah. The young oh. guy. Oh, we gotta do yeah. something. We're one hour into Black Friday, and we're escorting customers away from the store. <laughs> might have been a TV show, might have been a movie, but I've definitely seen him in something. And I've seen him in something for sure. Oh, the black guy I've seen, yeah. Whatever you do, don't let them gather. They're building something. At this point, we're just in the way. Building. We're gonna have to fight. Looks very B horror movie. Oh yeah, I mean it's obviously not trying to be taken seriously. No, no. <laughs> Does anybody else just think that's funny? Exactly. Black Friday is over. Chucky says we're all going to die. <laughs> oh, I love Chucky. Ryan Lee. Oh, Michael Jai White. That's what his name is. Ah, yes. The police are here. Oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. I think it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's obviously a comedy more than a horror movie, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. So, Luke, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? On Thanksgiving night, disgruntled toy store employees begrudgingly arrive for work to open the store at midnight for the busiest shopping day of the year. Meanwhile, an alien parasite crashes to Earth in a meteor. All right. Uh, starring Bruce Campbell, Michael Jai White, Ryan Lee, Devin Sawa, Ivana Barquito? Uh, and Andrea Blackman. Uh, let's see. 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb, so not great. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. 79% of Google users liked it. So, okay. Please answer me this, okay? Uh, this is um, a review. A one-star one review, Luke. Okay. From from Essam Yusuf. That's probably not... Uh, uh, English is his first language, okay? Because a good hero cast, I will give three. Otherwise, it's a flop movie. And he gives it one star. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Kamal Kumar said, I wasted part of my life, which I can't get back after watching this murder of cinematography. Wow, <laughs> that's that's harsh. Um, but uh, let's give uh, a five star. Oh, there's no five star reviews you say on Google. 
Oh, let's go to four star. Oh, there is no five, four stars review on Google USA. Let's go to three stars. Oh, there's no three stars review on Google USA. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I went to the IMDb. Uh, let's do a good one. Padjaka27 says, uh, a fun campy ride. I had the opportunity to see Boyfriend, oh, to see it in Austin, and I loved it. The movie is a lot of fun and reminds me of a fun comedy horror films I watched in the 70s and 80s. Anyone who ever worked retail can relate to this movie. This is a holiday must-watch, okay? Mm. Uh, but... And Andin Santos 23 says unwatchable nonsensical garbage the comedy doesn't work the horror doesn't either the script was written by a two-year-old and the sound effects are over the top <laughs> this does not work on any level okay I don't think you like the movie Luke probably not uh, also coming out uh, this week is Ghostbusters after Life. Afterlife, yeah. Afterlife, yeah. But I just wanted to sing that song. It's a good song. Uh, when a single mother and her two children move to a new town, they soon discover they have a connection to the original Ghostbusters and a secret legacy their granddaughter, nope, their grandfather left behind. Uh, directed by Jason Reitman, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 62% uh, of Rotten Tomatoes, 45% of Metacritic, and 93% of Google users like this movie. Yeah, I have high hopes. High, not high hopes, I have hopes. Uh, King Richard, I guess what we just talked, what you just talked about, armed with a clear vision and a brazen 78-page plan, Richard Williams is determined to write his two daughters, Venus and Serena, into history. Training on the tennis courts in Compton, California, Richard shapes the girl's unyielding uh, commitment to keep uh, to keen initiative. All right, uh, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 76% on Metacritic, 81% of Google users liked it. Uh, directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, India Sweet and Spices. Uh, after returning from college, young Aliyah upends her family well-ordered life with her brash new independence when secrets about her parents come to light during a dinner party. It soon punishes her uh, daring and ultimately hilarious confrontation. I love when people, uh, when movies say they are hilarious because they are usually not hilarious. Right. They need to say it in, <laughs> in the, description. the description of, of the title. It's so funny! Uh, but uh, it has a 7.7 uh, .7 out of 10 on IMDb and 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. And 90% of Google users like this movie, so maybe it is funny. Yeah, they, they mu it must be now. Uh, yeah, ratings never lie. Uh, come on, come on. Johnny is an emotionally stunted and soft-spoken radio journalist who travels the country interviewing uh, kids about their thoughts concerning their world and their future. Then Johnny saddened. Oh, then Johnny's saddled with the caring for his young nephew Jesse. Jesse brings a new perspective 
perspective and as they travel from state to state effectively turns to emotional turns the emotional tables on Johnny directed by Mike Mills this has 93% on Rotten Tomatoes 8 out of 10 on IMDb 81% on Metacritic 92% of Google users liked it uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix Below the fold is a drama mystery. Two reporters discover a harrowing new detail in a cold case, which leads them to an obsessive hunt for the truth. Directed by Clayton Scott, 4.2 out of 10 on RMDB, 3.2 out of 5 on Movie Insider. Nothing that you would recognize in uh, actors. Uh, the Feast, a wealthy family, has a dinner party at its home in the Welsh mountains, hosting a local businessman and a farmer who hope to broker a deal. A mysterious young woman arrives to the family's to be the family's waitress, and things begin to unravel. Uh, directed by Lee Haven Jones. I don't see... Oh, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, look, you need to see the poster for this movie, Alpha Rift. Okay, I'll go check it out. Go and look up the poster. When the magic hel- helmet trusts a young man into <laughs> a world of mother... Yes, that was uh, my, my, my thing as well. Uh, world of modern night fighting supernatural evil. He is forced to become the hero he was destined to be. Three out of ten on IMDb, one out of five on Common Sense Media, but listen to this. Five out of five on Facebook. So that means it has to be good. It has a 71% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, but no tomato meter. Uh, But it's only got two reviews, so... My um, oh my, this this movie looks crap. But it it, it does have... Who's the old guy? Lance Henderson. Yeah, Lance Henriksen. He's good. Yeah, he's good. But uh, the the poster for this looks atrociously bad. It looks like something straight out of the 90s, for sure. (laughs) I get a time-traveling night movie uh, vibes, whatever that was called. (laughs) Me too, yeah. Uh, Last movie, I Was a Simple Man, came out. Uh, An elderly Hawaiian man encounters the ghosts from his past and nears, as he nears the end of his life... Uh, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.1 out of 5 on Letterboxd, directed by Christopher Makato Yogi. Oh, him. Mm Mm-hmm. Very famous director there. Yeah. I I don't see any actors I really know, so, yeah. Okay, what movie do you want to see the most? Um, let's see. Let me go back. I guess Ghostbusters, probably, I do want to see that the most. And then The Feast mm. would probably be my number two. What about you? Yeah, I was thinking The Feast as well. That looks super interesting. Black yeah, Friday's in the mix, but that's like, oh, if, yeah. it, if it's free yeah. and it happens to be on Netflix or whatever, I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah. It's not a movie I'm going to go out of my way. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not see- seeking it out. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, next week, we will talk news of the week, as we do, TV and movies of the week, Inside Job episode 6, uh, another digital review of absolutely nothing. Oh, is there nothing there? Uh, writing with fire. Writing with fire? Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to guess that is about somebody that is a lover of Pyro. I guess so. Well, I guess you'd have to see it. It's writing with a W, by the way. Ah. Right. Uh. Ah. So, maybe... That could still... Yeah, that could still be about somebody be who's still, burning buildings. Like, it's a arsonist who's doing it yeah. for, like, political reasons. Writing with fire. Uh -huh. that, that makes sense. Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. Is mm -hmm. it about the Finnish churches being burned down? Maybe that's what it's about. <laughs> Finnish, Finnish churches burning down, burning down. Mm -hmm. Remember that song? I do. It was mm -hmm. a great song, definitely about that country. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a song. Uh, uh, what would do we want to talk about? Uh, oh yeah, the Poland-Belarus thing. Jesus Christ, what is going on? So, Poland and Belarus is in the border crisis. Right. Uh, it is atrociously bad out there. Uh, they are denying people to, to move between the border. And this is because people in Belarus are starving and people in Belarus is like having a shit life because of their government. So they want to like come into Poland. And Poland is having like none of it. Right. At all. It is atrocious. Yeah. It's definitely getting worse and uh, mm -hmm. it might be something we cover next week depending on what happens with it all. I mean... It just sucks. Yeah, it's just a, it. I I smell something happen. Something needs to happen. And sadly, I don't think it will be a good thing. That's my my thought, maybe. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what's gonna come out of it. Uh, I I don't think I've done enough research into the whole situation. Like what everybody what both sides think right but there's it seems mm. like uh from the little i know that uh somebody needs to get aid to these people uh, if and it Fast. probably should be poland but that's just yeah. me right and it needs to happen fast because winter is coming and no that was not uh, a reference right okay uh, not a reference it's actually coming uh let's see which uh the creek in Hawaii that had a 1.2% uh, al alcohol uh, level. What? There, there is a stream that people were like, this stream, for some reason, smells a lot like beer. Uh, and people were mm. like, why does that thing smell so much like beer all the time? So they went and they tested it, and it turned out it had a 1.2% alcohol uh, percentage. Uh, okay. It's... It, they, they've been investigating it. It was first noticed a few weeks ago by an environmental activist. Uh, about 0.04% of its content was made up of sugar uh, from from something. Oh, it's Hawaii, so maybe sugar fields. Uh, mm -hmm. And that, I guess, you know, the sugar ferments, and that's what causes alcohol. Mm. 
Uh, I listened to the new Adele album. I really liked it. Oh, did you? Okay. I'm not a, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of Adele, but uh, I listened to it. But uh, uh, she's uh, she's a good singer. Oh my gosh! In this article that I found about this, it says. Uh, this is good news for the environment, of course, but real tragedy for local teenagers who had been able to enjoy slurping up handfuls of free beer water. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Just going down to your local stream and being like, okay, I'm going to drink out. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I didn't hear, hear the, any of the new Adele album. Uh, I just heard a lot of hubbub. Everybody's talking about it for sure. Uh, the Squid Game thing is out for 35 minutes ago. I can't wait to the, see it. What, the Mr. Beast one? Yep. Oh, hmm, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that after I edit, I guess. Or maybe yeah. while I wait for, like, exporting or something, depending on how long it is. I assume it's going to be, like, more than one part. It's probably going to be, like... Uh, the... that, that's what I'm thinking as well, because it's, it's uh, actually just 25 minutes. That's still pretty long for a... YouTube video, but like, hmm. it does it say part one or anything on it? I guess I'll have to go no, it, look it right now. It doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Actually, I, yeah, it doesn't say anything about it. Um, let's see. Do you still now go into there? Do you have the dislike button still? No. I do. Yeah, I lost it. Uh, yeah, they're definitely rolling out. For people, I saw on the H3 podcast they showed that they. Oh, I just opened the H an H H3 thing to see if it was on this one, but yeah, they showed that they didn't have it. But for some reason, I still have the dislike button. So they're doing it in a weird way where they're like choosing different sections mm -hmm. of people to rolling it out. Yeah, but in like they're in California, right? And I'm in Oregon. So, like, mm. you would think I would be in the same rollout as them, kind of, to a degree. But maybe they're not doing it by region. They're doing it differently than that. That's my only thought. No clue. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 kind of strange. I, I mean, uh, I, I I guess I I don't really mind. I mean, I'm going. I'm still going to dislike videos I don't like. Well, is there any videos since I still have the ratio, or that that you want to know what the ratio is of right now? Because I can I can actually see it. It might be the last time we can do this. <laughs> you you can tell me. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. No. Not really. Okay. No. Uh, I can't think of any right now either, so it's fine. Uh, yeah. Man banned from all you can eat buffet for eating too much. This happened oh, yeah, in China. About this. Uh, yeah. He was a live streamer, you know, like a mukbanger probably, uh, and he was permanently banned from this restaurant uh, for eat. He ate way too much. They said, and that they were losing hundreds of dollars uh, every time he came into the restaurant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was all caught on a live stream, so that's why it went viral. Obviously. Yeah, uh, I I don't think you should be allowed to have an all-you-eat restaurant and say no to people. That's my... I guess if there's some, like, weird, like, sign on the wall that says, like, uh, you know, w to our discretion or something like that, where it's like, all you can eat up, right. up until our... until we decide that that's too much. <laughs> because it's basically right. what they're saying here. Yeah. Um, I mean, the... 
I guess we should have talked about this at the beginning, but I got more to talk about. But the Brian Laundry uh, stuff that came out, did you see that? Oh yeah, I uh, the autopsy, yeah. Yeah, uh, suicide. Uh, yeah. Gunshot wound to the head. So obviously, yeah. I'm not shocked. Uh, it I think the interesting part is it kind of implies guilt, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Suicide is always guilt built. I think. Well, I mean, just in this uh, scenario, like he goes out after this happened, and he goes out to the middle of nowhere, and it fe mm -hmm. it seems like he's probably guilty. Uh, but conspiracy theory wise, uh, I guess we'll say that uh, allegedly. Another conspiracy theory. Uh, did you see the Jeffrey Epstein stuff that came out at all? No, no, I didn't. There were some like files that were released, and in one of them. Uh, an unnamed inmate said that he thought, or he was told by another inmate that Jeffrey Epstein mm. did kill himself. Um, that means absolutely nothing. Right. Uh, let's see if I can find the details. Uh, there was. It says, uh, the New York Times published a report on Tuesday that was 2,000 pages of Federal, or of Federal Bureau of Prison Records, uh, about uh, his time at the detention center. So there's a lot about his last days, which they say mm -hmm. in the few articles, like that this one inmate said that he was, that he did commit suicide. But then uh, there's also in this report that for weeks and weeks up until then, he was saying he would never do it. But I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what I feel about this because it's such a. I I I I personally don't think he killed himself. That but that's that's me. I think most I people really... believe that, right? But yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird circumstances around it. We've all seen the documentaries, I suppose. So no more, no need to yeah. go further into it. But it's just interesting that there's still information coming out about it. I, I think this is one of those things that will never go away, sadly, because we will never know the truth 110%. Because he he ki uh, killed or got killed right. under so uh, incredibly secret circumstances. Yeah, totally. Uh, I guess going off that would definitely... I think the 29th is the Ghislaine Maxwell trial start so mm -hmm. when when is that when is the 29th let me look on the calendar it's the uh, 24th today so in five days whatever that is monday yeah. i would assume right mm -hmm. uh on friday look my life gets destroyed do you know why uh no chess oh it's the chess mm -hmm. uh finals or or is it yep it's the World Championship of Chess starts on Friday. Okay. And uh, I'm going to watch every single second of it. So, yeah, you're, that, you're just going to be uh, Busy. Ge geeking out, I guess they would say, on chess. Geeking out. I don't care what else plans I have. Mm -hmm. But it's it, uh, happily, like, it, it starts pretty early. It starts, like, 1 o'clock here in Norway. So... That's that's nice. Uh, the Grammys came out. I don't know if you care about the Grammys. Uh, do you know who John Baptiste is? 
uh, like the historical figure? No. Okay. <laughs> the artist. Uh, well, I don't think so, but it, maybe if I looked him up, I I could let me okay, look him up. Okay, so he leads, and uh, Abba got their first uh, nomination. That was funny. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. No, I've never For seen their it. new album. That is actually not very good. Oh yeah, I said um, the new Abba album isn't that good. I come at me, people. I was gonna say I haven't ever seen this guy, but when I look at some of the older pictures. Of him with like a afro. I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen that picture before. Yeah. So yeah. 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 No, I I don't know. I I I I I I think it's kind of strange that a band leader. Uh, he's the Stephen Colbert band leader. Is is nominated uh, for so much. Well, that's good. Like eleven nomination. Oh, really? That oh, many? That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't yeah. really care about the Grammy. Actually, I didn't even see the Grammys like in the news, or people weren't really talking about them. Um, at least in America, at least in the news I was following. Strange. It just came out. Look. Oh, I see. No wonder. Yeah. Yeah, it came out uh, uh, under twenty minutes ago. Oh, well, there you go. No, well, Yeah, right. that's why I didn't sit. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, I haven't seen anything about this, and I assume I would have at some point. Howard Stern says he will, might have to run for president to clean up the COVID mess caused by anti-vaxxers. That's also Every celebrity wants to run for some office now that Donald Trump became president. Isn't, um... <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, all right. He's running for like Texas governor or something. Is he? Yeah. Let me look it really? up. Really? Uh, what what's the guy's name? Who, who, uh, Texas governor. Yeah, I, race. I know who, you, who you're talking about. Everybody knows. Everybody. Matthew McConaughey. Yes. It says from one hour ago. Oh, that's New York Post. We're not we're not listening to New York Post. Uh, but they are talking about it. Yeah. Howard Stern. Would you vote for Howard Stern? Would I vote for Howard Stern? Hmm. Mm. Um. No. Oh my gosh. You. I don't know Howard. No, I would never vote for Howard Stern in a million years. But I just went to the news, and the next, for the second article up, for some reason, is famous TV doctor could become U.S. senator. Uh, mm -hmm. Doctor Oz. Seriously considering a run for U.S. No. in Pennsylvania. No. <laughs> How does that happen right when we were like talking about this? I that's so funny. No. Yeah, this is an article from a few hours ago too. That's crazy. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's a good place to end with Matthew McConaughey and Dr. Oz and everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I had fun, even though this was a mess of a podcast. Nobody else will know that except for us, so it's fine. Well, we will know, and uh, the audience can guess. 
<laughs> well, they know now. <laughs> oh, they can, but they can guess what the mess was. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't know. Well, they even though they do know, but they don't know. <laughs> even though they don't know? You, me or you? Mm-hmm. You. You. Me. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another di- another digital another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.